164 days out from this election. And I can tell you, the Democrats and their Chinese communist backers are publicly saying they're going to steal the election. And they've got communist bomb-making factories all over the United States, all over Europe. They just busted a big one in Paris that Antifa had. And they're getting ready to target nationalist thought leaders. They have been preparing this for a very long time. And they're funded by some of the biggest bankers in the world. But I've got so much to cover today. And we have one of the big pastors that's leading the fight to reopen churches nationwide joining us for the start of the next hour. We also have the individual that interviewed Alan Dershowitz, who says he's going to uh, forcibly inoculate us, uh, basically rape us with the uh, deadly untested vaccine that we have no rights. He's going to be popping in. We'll have open phones as well. But I was just watching Trump before we went live about 10 minutes ago reminding us what a great job he's done with the rest of the folks in government that wanted to make the VA better from the, one of the worst agencies to really turning it around in three years, which is unheard of. And I talked to a lot of vets. They say it's gone from nightmare to working pretty good. They can also see private doctors if the VA doesn't step up. I mean, this is one of one of our, our great accomplishments, getting Trump elected and people inside the VA uh, working hard against the bureaucracy because the globalists hate our vets. So Memorial Day coming up, I just want to talk about something positive Trump's done. Here he is have ventilators, we didn't have testing, we didn't have anything, and now we have great testing, the best in the world. We have great ventilators, we're making thousands and thousands of them, and we're actually now so loaded with ventilators that we're helping other countries, and therefore saving lives also. But our American military with uh, 281, that's a lot of planes, F-35 fighter jets, the best in the world, 453 Abrams tanks, 14,400 tactical combat vehicles, two aircraft carriers, 36 additional battleships, and much more. All made in the USA. So importantly, we're giving our service members the resources, tools, and equipment they need. We're even getting brand new, beautiful uniforms. Doesn't sound like much. If I told you what it costs, it's a lot for the Army. The Army has new uniforms, and they are gorgeous. We passed the largest reform of the Department of Veterans Affairs in the, I think, in the history of the department, including VA accountability. And I said VA choice. We've removed 8,500 VA workers who weren't doing their job, who were taking advantage of our country and hurting our vets. The percentage of veterans reporting, they trust services. Think of that. They trust services, so they report, and they say they trust services, has reached the highest in the history of the VA, Secretary. That's a big statement. So the percentage of veterans reporting that they trust the VA and the VA services is now the highest in the history of the service. Satisfaction with the VA outpatient care has reached 89 percent. And we're not going to rest until we have it at 100 percent. Remember a year ago in Miami and places, they wouldn't take down Obama's picture. So years into Trump's presidency, the bureaucrats running it were so evil, they wouldn't even put up the president's picture. Well, they've had their asses fired. This is a model for the rest of the government. 
because there are a lot of good people that work in the medical field. A lot of good people work at nursing homes, not just the VA. There's also a lot of predators. And we're going to talk about that because the media is suppressing this footage out of Michigan. I went to the guy's YouTube channel. It's even worse. Look at this. Now, this is because he got mad because he saw um, that uh, Ahmed Aubrey killed. And so then he thinks a Alzheimer's white dude is, uh, that'll, that'll get back at Whitey. This is so stupid. If a black person does something wrong to you, random black people aren't your enemy. And if a, and if a white person does something to you, random white people aren't your enemy. But this is the, what the media creates. And it's totally disgusting. We're going to show this. But this is what happens when you warehouse your parents in uh, these nursing homes, folks. You turn them over to monsters like this. And that's why they're warehousing them. That's why they tell family can't see their family during COVID-19. That's why the deaths are so massive. As I told you, they're killing folks in these homes. We are live on this Friday, May 22nd, 2020, global transmission with only 164 days for the most historic election in world history. I'm your host, Alex Jones, coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas at the embattled InfoWars information warfare operation with our secret weapon, the truth, and our ultimate weapon, God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what's coming up today. We have... The beginning of the victory. And it is pastors 66 days into total martial law lockdown saying you you under the First Amendment have no law, have no right to uh, tell us that we can't be open. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The first words in American government documents once a government for, of, and by the people was established, was Congress, the lawmakers, shall make no law. Shall make no law. Congress, the ultimate lawmaking authority, shall make no law. Congress shall make no law. Moses up on the mountain shall make no law. Congress shall make no law. Congress shall make no law. Congress shall make no law. Respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the practice thereof. Congress shall make no law prohibiting the practice of religion. Because we'd already had state-run religions. Now, the left always, oh, separation church and state. They twist that completely to say the government's got to control religion because you can't have religion in the state. You can have individuals in the state that have their religious views, but you can't have a state-run religion. That's why Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or the right of the press, or the right of the people, and it goes on. The first words of the government's establishment, 
The rebellion to establish a government of the people was a declaration of independence. We the people. But now that there's a government, the first words are Congress cannot make any laws or has no regulations and has no jurisdiction. Can we put the First Amendment to the U.S. Bill of Rights up on screen, please? Just First Amendment. Carved in stone. And how do we get here now where governments tell churches they can't operate or be open? But Walmart and the local topless bar can be open. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Oh, but the governor of New Jersey and Pelosi and everybody, they say, oh, sorry, we didn't even think about the Bill of Rights and Constitution when we did what we did. We just announced with fake numbers of millions of dead that were coming that it's only 15 days, and then after that, you're, you'll be free to do whatever. And now 60-plus days later, it's like, oh, this is never going to end, and we're going to come to your house. They, they now are. I have the articles, and we're going to forcibly inoculate you, and we're going to take your children away. And By the way, the tests are all fake, and everybody that dies, including my car wreck, is being counted as COVID-19 because the U.N. wrote the regulations. The NIH adopted them. Trump didn't know what he was doing, got blindsided. NIH became the policy via the UN, and the WHO is now ruling over us right now. And by the way, they keep showing the inaccurate models from recently. They'll downgrade from 2 million dead to 200,000 dead, and then that's still way over what happened with all the fake numbers. And I know you know all this, but I want to say something right now. Big tech's total censorship and blocking all these doctors and scientists going public and nurses going public is the ultimate tyranny. When medical professionals don't have their free speech to tell you what's really happening, you are in a deepest of tyrannies. You're not in the deep end. You're at the bottom of the deep end. And that was Joe Rogan's last straw was not being able to have medical doctors on that were being banned off YouTube. That is tyranny. And that is incredibly dangerous. And I know you know that. But if the system fears your speech, what must you engage in? You must engage in speech. Why has in the Europe and the UK and Australia and the US, why are they saying churches are the thing that has to stay closed the longest? Because it's the most unessential. Because taught in all the sociology, psychology, and anthropology textbooks now, they teach that religion is mental illness because their religion is the religion of the state and of globalism, and of transhumanism. So they want all other thought processes that don't worship them and don't put the state bureaucrats as God outlawed. And we're right back to having to worship Pharaoh instead of Jehovah. And so this is the, 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 the prime movement, the prime initiative of the globalist is to end your right to either believe in a God or not believe in a God and make the state God. And so, of course, churches are the most non-essential thing on earth. And they're getting burned down in Europe. They're getting burned down in the United States. One got burned down yesterday because they refused to close. And a goody two-shoes watching TV came and burned it down. So we've got the pastor joining us, popping in in the next hour. And I wanted to go to this important report, but here it is. Attorney, 1,200 California pastors agree to reopen the 31st in defiance of stay-at-home order 
of the evil globalist UN-controlled governor. Baltimore pastor rips cities cease and desist order. God tells us how to worship. Nobody else gets to do that. Calvary Baptist Church pastor Stacy Shiflett, he joins us next hour. Let's go to the club. So newsflash, Pharaoh doesn't get to dictate to God's people how they worship their God. God's the one that defines the parameters. God's the one that communicates his will and his plan for his church, not Egypt. And I'm telling you right now, with this cease and desist letter in my hand, the Bible says to the New Testament church, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but so much the more as you see the day approaching. And the closer we get to Jesus coming back, the more church we ought to be having, not less church. Now that's God's parameters. That's right. So I'm tearing up this cease and desist order right here. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to do it God's way. We're going to do it God's way. God tells us how to worship him. Nobody else gets to do that. And if you don't like the first amendment, leave. Because that's the supreme law of the land. The first words in our government are, Congress shall make no law establishing respecting the establishment of religion, prohibit the free exercise thereof, or the people's speech, or the press, and it goes on from there. Right to assemble all of it. The fundamental pillars are under attack, all based on fraudulent models, all run by Bill and Melinda Gates, funding the UN that controls all the major health institutes of the world with billions of dollars a year of shadow money. Tax-free globalist shadow money that once controlled the world's medical system to have a world ID. And think about it. If they have the argument that we can prohibit anything that's bad for you, that's what Bloomberg has said. I'll tell you what you can drink, what you can eat, how much salt you can have. We'll tell you how many kids you can have. We'll tell you what job you can have. We'll tell you where you can go. And we're going to surveil it all in live time. Meet your technocrat. Meet your nanny state. Meet total control. So you thought, oh, they just got rid of the diving boards 30 years ago. Now they're making the swimming pools two feet deep so nobody can drown. And then now, oh, Let's just put you in the bubble for the rest of your life so you're always safe. And it's all based on fraud. And every statistic shows locking everybody up is going to kill hundreds of millions of starvation. It's already going to happen in the third world, already happening. And it's causing mass suicide and breakdown of society. But none of that matters because the truth is it's meant to kill you. It's meant to kill civilization. It's meant to cause a post-industrial, post-human world in the UN's own admissions. The global government running this is there to take over and overwrite you and your family and tells you it doesn't like you. Bill Gates says he wants to depopulate you. Bill Gates says he wants to kill your ass and kill the old people. But now he's got something he wants to put in your body because he loves you. He loves you so much. Attention gardeners, if you need to grow nutritionally dense vegetables or medicinal herbs this year, listen, because a bioactive superfood for plants is now available. This all-natural superfood for plants is so effective at producing maximum plant growth in minimum time that it almost forces plants to grow, even under the worst light and soil conditions. It's called Proto-Grow, and it's truly remarkable. Vegetables grow faster and contain more bioavailable vitamins and trace minerals. Plants that rarely bloom will flower constantly. Sickly plants become vibrantly alive. Medicinal herbs become 
become super potent. Flowers become more vivid right before your very eyes. Proto-Grow also improves the taste quality of all your garden vegetables. That's because it's more than just an all-natural superfood for plants. It's a proprietary blend of bioactive sea nutrients that contain the basic building blocks of life itself, which is why Proto-Grow even renews your garden by increasing the microorganisms in the soil. Learn more at growlikecrazy.com. That's growlikecrazy.com. Get special pricing for network listeners right now at growlikecrazy.com. This is a Corona Crisis Self-Reliance Alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. A limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to MySolarBackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, first-served basis. Check availability at MySolarBackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to MySolarBackup.com. That's MySolarBackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Don't act so surprised, Globus. I'm not going to censor humanity this easily. Thanks for joining us. Look, I haven't really gotten in to the Ahmed Aubrey fiasco that's been going on for two weeks and gobbling up all the news time. All over 135 million people are beginning to starve to death, hundreds of thousands a day. That's confirmed by the UN itself. That's an accurate number. And they're black, they're white, they're young, they're old, they're God's children. And so it's sick. We're losing generations of wealth right now in the first world. Mass suicide's already happening. It's at double the rate it was. Thousands a day are killing themselves in the U.S. alone. It is a nightmare. Opioid addiction's killing hundreds of thousands every few months. Fentanyl's flooding in. And the media can take two guys in a fight because they're white and they're black and turn it into a race war. And now you see attacks on whites exploding. Because the media pushes, that's the idea that needs to happen. And then whites go more into a defensive posture and it causes a kind of soft race war, which is exactly what the globalists want. Are there horrible white people that are racist and do bad things? Damn right. Are there horrible black people with the same stuff? Absolutely. Are there a lot of black folks got chips on their shoulders going around looking for trouble? Absolutely. I grew up in Dallas. A lot of great black folks too. The point is, is that the new world order is playing us off against each other like that old Star Trek episode where there's the alien on board that's trying to make everybody kill each other. That's exactly what this is, okay? And we can continue to act like idiots, and we're all going to lose our future unless we just understand what's happening. Now, that said, if somebody kept breaking in to my neighborhood, I might go out with a gun and ask them what they're doing. If they took a swing at me, they might get shot, white or black. I was actually hiking around. I said I get to that next segment. I'm already getting to it. I was hiking around this weekend. Early morning. I went for like a two-hour hike. 
left the house about 6.30. It was getting light. There's a golf course across the road. I walked around the back of the golf course. As you can see, I was trespassing. I'm not a member, but nobody does anything. And I was going through these neighborhoods and through the woods. It's just nice hiking up the hills. And I saw a guy in black hoodie, black pants, white guy, staring at the back of somebody's house that had a construction site going. And I get up there. The guy's like a six foot three white guy. Looks at me. Looks like a convict. Looks like a method. He's wearing black hood, black pants. I said, hey, how's it going? He kind of looked at me. He's like, uh, nothing. And he kind of went on down. And I almost called the cops on him. Because guaranteed, folks, he was casing those houses. And I just said, you know what? I don't 100% know that, but he was casing those houses. And then sure enough, I was talking to some folks from across the road, and they said there's been a lot of burglaries over there. Crimes exploding. This is a nice neighborhood. So, yeah, this guy's going in people's houses. He's doing all this stuff. He's obviously the overwhelming was casing the place. Does he deserve to get killed? No. But he starts taking swings at people. That's what's going to happen. But the point is, is because he's black and they're white, it becomes a racial issue. When if I go to world star hip hop and if I wanted to make black folks look bad, there's videos every hour getting posted of knockout game and whites getting beat up and shot and stabbed and everybody celebrating and kill that cracker. And isn't this great? Can you imagine if there was a website of white people celebrating doing this to black people? This is modern day lynching. And CNN and MSNBC, they are the main culprits that are pushing this whole thing to get us all divided. And then the black folks that go out and kill white people or beat them up, they tell folks, well, I did it because, you know, something happened to Trayvon or something happened to this person. And so they go out and they attack a random white person. How stupid is that? But it's the same thing, remember? They'd known this guy in prison. So the Aryan nations grabbed the black guy in Texas and dragged him till his body falls apart. And then some black dudes grabbed a white homeless guy and drug him to death as he get back. But you never heard about that. The point is, is that the media has an agenda, whether it's a black person or a white person that dies, they're equally as valuable in God's eyes. And I'm against it all. But the media only covers when the white people do something wrong and cover up when the black people do something wrong. And I'm not bringing that up to say black people are bad. I'm bringing that up to say the media wants to try to stir black people up into a rebellion, just like we got a few years ago in the documents from George Soros' son in 2015 with the martial law plans in Maryland where white Antifa leaders covering up their faces were trying to cause a riot to get black people to start an uprising and burn down buildings, but they weren't successful. So the left is trying to use black Americans with all these movies about racism and all these movies about Jim Crow and all these movies about slavery to hype all this up and then use questionable police shootings or events to create a boiling over point, and that's their admitted plan. And so we should be smart enough to know what's going on. And so coming up, I've got the footage. Here's an example of Ahmed Arbery when he just pulls up in the park, up on the curb, up in the middle of the park like he's the king of earth. If I pulled up in the middle of a park over the curb and parked in the middle of the park, the cops would show up like that and go, uh, are you mentally ill? Why are you parked in the middle of the park? Why are you out of the parking lot? I mean, it's like, and he's got his coat with his chest out and he's acting like, you know, he's a, a billionaire superstar or something. 
messing with the police. That's really asking for it. And then CNN, when they aired this the other night, I went and found the raw footage. They cut it to the point where the cops are trying to taser him. Like cops just get out of their car and go, oh, you're a black guy. Let's tase you. The cops are like, why are you parked in the middle of the park? What's going on? The guy's like, shut up, F you. Man, I'm, I'm, you know, sitting there with a coat on in hot weather with his chest out. Like, they're like, what is this dude on, obviously? That's the same guy that was going inside houses and obviously casing things that got killed. And I'm sad he got killed. But the point is, now there's all the racial attacks against whites just ramped up because the media is putting it out. And when it does come out, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube take the videos down. Brutal, 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 brutal attacks. Let me tell you something. If I saw a white guy, some young white guy beating up an old black man in a nursing home, I would want his ass executed. And it's the same thing. Seeing a black guy. When I see that black guy beating up that old white man that's got Alzheimer's, I just think this is the media. This is the sick, sick, sick culture. It'd be one thing if that guy really thought those guys in Georgia were KKK and really killed that guy on purpose. If he found out who they were, got in a car, drove to Georgia, took the time, and, and, and killed him. That'd be bad. I'm not for that, but I would at least respect him that he actually killed the people he thinks did wrong. Instead of an Alzheimer's patient, he's beating his brains out. There's photos of just these guys beat to bloody pulps. He just goes around beating up male and female white people, punching them in the throat, you name it. This is his power over somebody. This is as evil and sick and mentally ill as it gets. And I went to his YouTube channel this morning and I spent like an hour watching the videos. He's all pissed off, of course, about the cops attacking black people and what happened with the Ahmed Arbery type cases. And he's a boxer, by the way, that shows his boxing matches on there, too. And in his off time, he just beats up people at the nursing home. And the media has not covered this. It's been out two days and they won't cover it because it doesn't fit the narrative like this guy trying to do a mass shooting. He was Hispanic, so they killed the story because they only want the image that white people are bad. Why is that? We'll explain it all on the other side. Stay with us. This is a pandemic survival alert and the most time-sensitive messages you will hear this year. You still have time to plant a one-acre crisis garden and secure a supply of your own nutrient-dense food. But time is running out, and it's one deadline you don't want to miss. Who should plant a crisis garden? Individuals, families, churches, communities, anyone or any group that sees hard times ahead. Let's face it, even the mainline media is talking about food supply disruptions and the growing number of grocery store workers who are becoming sick. But there's more. Meat pack plants are closing, mile-long lines at food pantries, and more farmers now in financial trouble. The truth is, growing nutrient-dense vegetables this summer may be the single most important thing you do. Go to survivalseedbank.com and watch the new video to understand what we're really up against. Get free bonus seeds, special quarantine reports too. Don't wait. Every minute counts. Go to survivalseedbank.com. That's survivalseedbank.com. I was talking to my wife. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. We are back live. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, when you spread the links... 
to newswars.com or infowars.com or Bandai Video. It is a revolutionary act. The big megatech companies, all of them are working around the clock to suppress all Americans and all humans across the globe who aren't globalist minions. We have some really positive things happening, though, with this rebellion of preachers across the country and across the world. And if we all just stand up, even 5% of us, the globalists cannot suppress us. They need that acquiescence. They need to domesticate us. They need to control us. Now, the best way to do that is divide and conquer. And so there are 350 million people or more in this country, 333 million citizens, but a good 30, 40 million illegal aliens here. And if I wanted to go through all the news every day and show you stories of black people kidnapping white people, torturing them to death, murdering them, cutting them into pieces, I could do it. Because black on white crime is 10 times higher. And that didn't used to be that way 50 years ago. The media and the left taught a minority of black people that it is good, like the new Black Panther Party teaches, to go out and kill white people. They had the Black Panther Party uh, in in, um, Houston's been on the show, and he he writes articles saying, don't mug people and kill people in your neighborhood. Go to the white neighborhood and do it. Hey, I got an idea. How about you don't do that anywhere? But this is the culture the media and the prisons and the system has sold as a beta test to do this to everybody. And so when I see the media hyping up what's happening with the Georgia shooting of Ahmed Aubrey and how the media has edited the tapes and omitted what's going on, that's why Trump says he likes to put the media on a spaceship and send them to outer space. And again, there's so much cussing on this footage, we're not going to actually play the audio, but you're welcome to go ahead and roll the B-roll if you'd like, for folks, uh, of what happened in Georgia. And again, he's he's out there cussing at him. He's yelling at him. And, and this is from the middle. If I could just have it from the beginning. Yeah, he's, he's out there wandering around, parked in the middle of the park, in the middle of the grass in the park, pulls his car up out of the parking lot. The police pull up and I'm, I'm narrating for radio listeners. And they're like, hey, dude, what are you doing? And he starts cussing and screaming at him and threatening him. Turns out he had marijuana, suspended license, a bunch of stuff. They let him go. That wouldn't happen for me. It's been proven it wouldn't happen with me. Oh, you had two glasses of wine? You're going to jail, buddy. And that's what statistics show. Police, whether they're black or white, slow roll black neighborhoods now. They don't show up. They don't engage. And they don't arrest like they do with white people. White people per capita, not just because there's more of us in the U.S., per capita are twice as likely in major studies to be shot by police. And usually usually it's because they're waving a gun around or shooting at the cops. They deserve to be shot. There's some bad cops. Sometimes they're out of control. I don't just sycophantically worship the cops. But let me just tell you, I pull up in the middle of a park in the grass. I'm, 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 I'm wearing a, a, a fur coat with jogging pants, and I'm waving arms and cussing at people and telling them F you. And then they caught him with marijuana, which I say they should decriminalize. Fine. But the point is, they didn't arrest him because they were politically correct, ladies and gentlemen. So then months later, He's going in houses. He's casing them out. People go to stop him. Citizens arrest is legal in that state. He starts physically attacking him. He gets killed. I'm not happy this guy got killed. But, you know, he's got that same whole thug look of that white guy this weekend when I'm hiking around the woods behind a neighborhood, and there's a guy in full black 
with a hood over his head and full like a robber outfit. And I start walking towards him and the guy turns and looks at me all crazy. He was a crazy looking white convict type. And you're asking me, how do I know a thug? Let me, let me tell you, whether they're a white thug or a black thug, I know what a thug looks like. Put them back on screen. They've got that dumb, stupid, arrogant look. And that white guy looked at me and smiled at me and was obviously casing that place. And look at this dude. This guy thinks he owns the planet. You go around acting like that, things aren't going to end too well for you. But again, the cops didn't even want to write this guy up. They didn't want the trouble. Turns out he was always in trouble. He's allowed to park in the middle of the park. He's allowed to dress like he's a superstar rapper. All this stuff, he's allowed to have marijuana because he's God. He's politically correct. He's protected to act however he wants. But finally, the rubber met the road. And I'm sorry the guy's dead. Does the punishment fit the crime getting killed for casing houses? Probably not. But the reason I go to this is the media perception. They can take this event and blow it up all huge and make it look like white people are out hunting black folks like all these movies and TV shows they put out that are fictional to create division to collapse the country and then we all fail. We all have major problems. Now let's go to the footage that's on Infowars.com. Video. Healthcare worker repeatedly punches elderly patients in sickening footage. And on Twitter, the left's been defending it, saying, well, they are old white people. So let's go ahead and roll some of this un- this very shocking footage. By the way, this guy is a Golden Gloves boxer and then boxes after he's out of high school in college. And reportedly, he goes around and beats white people half to death till their heads are split open. But we have photos on InfoWars, the old guy. Can we pull those up showing the bloody split open head? Or to the article, I guess I'll show you that. But yeah, there he is splitting his eye open. So this is the type of demonic abuse going on. Can you imagine if a crazy, psychotic, mentally ill white person, and they exist, a homicidal maniac was beating up old black people, there would be cities burning. It would be on every channel. So he knows he can beat up these Alzheimer patients all day long. But here, let's show him the next beating up a woman, punch her in the throat. But it's okay because they're white. And Twitter's like, damn right, kill that cracker. And it's weird white people saying it. Nothing like beating an Alzheimer's patient because they can't defend themselves. So remember, when you're warehousing your parents, folks, while you're off having fun, you're going to be there too. That's right. Beat that white cracker hoe. Beat her. Show her. And he goes on on his YouTube videos to explain that whites are the devil and need to be dealt with. So what type of place would hire folks like this? Well, this is the governor of Michigan where they won't let family in to see their kids. There's mass death taking place. They're making all this money off these old people. And that's the healthcare workers we're supposed to say are God and just say are above reproach. We're not supposed to question them like Media Matters and George Soros said. Alex Jones is evil. Jones says they're killing people and beating them 
in nursing homes. Jones says a lot of medical workers are just partying and making money off saying people are COVID patients. But that's all true. I wonder if George Soros owns a stake in this. We should look into that. But I'm serious. Remember, Bill Gates says, hey, have death panels. Just get rid of old people. Well, all you got to do is send your old people, as long as they're white, to this guy, and he'll beat them to death. Now they've arrested this guy. You can go hear his racist mumblings about white people and how he's going to have to fight them and take them on. And I guess he found some white folks he could take on. Alzheimer's patients. So again, you're not going to see this anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, because you're not supposed to see it. You're only supposed to see a questionable shooting in Georgia, which I wish wouldn't have happened. But let me tell you, when I'm out doing stuff, I don't walk through people's yards. I don't cut through people's yards because I don't want to get my ass blown off. And I don't care whose yard you're walking through. You walk through anybody's yard, you're going to get a problem. So that's what's going on right here. And I know a thug when I see one. And Aubrey, Ahmed Aubrey was one. And this guy is a lunatic thug. And that white thug I saw in a literal burglar outfit. See, that's a thug, pimp, daddy, rapper outfit. But the guy I saw was actually wearing a white guy, an actual burglar outfit, like something out of the 1950s. We'll be right back. Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news today. Got some big news about to break. I'm cutting this ad on May 10th, 2020. And within a week or so, many of the best-selling items that we're selling at InfoWarsStore.com will no longer be at 50% off. In fact, last year I said I can't do 50% off anymore because our markup just isn't enough for us to be able to get enough profit to operate this operation. But I want you to get the ultimate krill oil. I want you to get Beats. I want you to get DNA Force Plus. I want you to experience X2. I want you to get Real Red Pill and Real Red Pill Plus. They're all in stock right now, and they're 30 to 60% off. More than 20 items are 50% off right now. But we're going to have to end the sale on most items in about a week because a lot of the products are getting close to selling out like Real Red Pill, Real Red Pill Plus, and Vaso Beats. So take action. Be healthier. Boost your body's natural defenses. And fund the InfoWar. Getting these great products at InfoWarStore.com. I've hunted a lot of big game at long distances with high-caliber rifles. And when you shoot an elk at, say, 600 yards... Even if you hit them right in the heart, they'll still run 50, 60, 70, maybe 100 yards. They've got that adrenaline pumping through their arteries and through their veins. But all of a sudden, they slow down. They realize what's happened. They fall over and they die. Then you go bag them and haul them back in. Well, that's what's going to happen to the entire world now. And that's what the economic numbers show, is that we've been shot right in the heart, And for the first world, it's going to mean a long, horrible depression and a lot of death. Well, for the third world, it's going to mean probably over 100 million dead, according to the U.N., and I believe their numbers, because it's the very U.N. that's orchestrated this to depopulate the third world. So to all the leftists that thought it was their revolution to get rid of Trump, you're a bunch of suckers, and you bought into something bigger than what Hitler did. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm your host, Alex Jones. We have a pastor in Baltimore who's ripped up the cease and desist order 
saying he has no First Amendment. Joining us for two segments, then we'll open the phones up. Test positive for COVID-19, end up in a police database. I got a police visit. That article was from the Ron Paul Institute. It was up on DrudgeReport.com yesterday. British health officials say coronavirus could be mandatory. CDC goes door-to-door conducting quarantine visits, virus, antibody testing. This is so damn dangerous, folks. You realize how tyranny can hide under the medical visor. And then the first thing I'm going to cover before that, though, is the real monsters that are manipulating this all that see their ultimate power as the main objective. The end justifies the means. Left-wing columnist for a major publication. I would vote for Joe Biden if he boiled babies and ate them. This is being published in The Nation. She says, I don't care if he rapes women. I don't care if he eats babies. These are the people that accused Kavanaugh, and it turned out it was all fake. These are the people that have lied about you and I and Trump. And then now they just go, we don't give a damn if he grubs little kids and tells eight-year-old girls they, that their, their smell makes him horny. That's a quote. What a pervert weirdo that can hardly talk. They love it that their emblematic leader is a zombie who's a placeholder for whoever they want to insert in. And the Democrats now admit the DNC chair said, we're not nominating Biden. He's a placeholder for whoever we want. Told you that was coming. Nobody else told you that. And by the way, I don't sit here and say that to be like, oh, aren't I cool? It scares the hell out of me how much I know their next move. I had a lot of dreams last night. I slept 10 hours. I was exhausted yesterday. Took off part of the day. Went out on a boat with my kids. Did some water skiing, stuff like that. And uh, went to bed early, sunburned, and slept about 10 hours. And they were the most clarifying dreams. All the dreams were work, were real things. And I just kept waking up a few times going from deep sleep going, that's incredible how orchestrated this all is and how how it's all laid out, how the lockdown's never going to end and how it's the end of free civilization and how it's making all humans suspect have got to be surveilled. And it was just hitting me, even in my sleep, that how intense this is and how we've got to impart that out to everybody that this is not like everything else you saw before. This is the big takeover. And only resisting and saying no to it and decrying it. And and like the owner of Home Depot or Donald Trump or you or I or all these these preachers or prominent people from the smallest to the greatest, you're all prominent in God's eyes, literally. Your communication, your channel to God is, is, is equal. And we need to say, we are not shutting down. You're a fraud. You're a hoax. Your models are lies. You're counting all the dead people that die of other things. It's COVID-19. You all need to go to jail. We need to turn this around and point out that hundreds of thousands are starving to death every day, according to the United Nations. Well, I don't just believe their numbers. Those are real numbers. That's real death. And if we don't do something about what's happening to those people, God is going to see us as part of it. So it's a very serious situation, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to break it all down. Let let me do some mid-air refueling because I was already looking at things six months ago and I was getting ready to tell the crew members I had to cut their pay and I had to lay some people off. 
just even operate through next year, through this year. Back then it was next year. This is back in December. Just to be able to operate through 2020. It's just crazy to be in the middle of 2020. It's like that was always in the future. And I was, I did things like mortgage my house, which is fine. That's, that's why I got a big, nice house. So that we need to, I could mortgage it and have a place the money was kept to fund things in the future. But we have had a lot of orders and there's been a, a, a five times increase in the audience because they shrunk us down off social media and everywhere else, but on AM and FM radio and our own platforms at band.video and infowars.com. We've got about five times what we had a year ago, listeners and viewers. It's gigantic. It's conservatively just over the internet on our own platforms, 3 million a day, very conservative number. And then on radio, probably 5 million a day. And the people are really listening and they're really committed and they're really informed and they're really supportive. So it's, 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 it's an amazing audience of activists for every race, color, and creed. And I love you so much and I appreciate you because we have that same connection to God. We're brothers and sisters together. Our skin color doesn't matter. And we see through the enemy's operations. But then I had already sold out all the products last year to fund things. And so now we had to take the extra money we got. We have to buy product to continue into next year. And so now God has provided like the widows might again into next year. If we just stay faithful, keep taking action, you keep supporting us. We are already beginning to prepare to make the orders that will get us new product for Christmas and new product the next year. And we're just going to trust in God and move forward. I'm not going to contract because of the enemy attacks. I'm going to trust in God and trust in you that God will lead God and direct you. And I'm going to expand in the face of the enemy. I'm not going to cut our crew. I'm not going to cut their pay and I'm not going to cut our expansion. I am going to expand and I will expend everything I've got and the money I got in the bank, the little bit of money I got everything because it's so valuable right now that we fought together and are still on air despite all the attacks and the lawsuits and the enemy's operations and their attempts to indict me and everything else. But thanks to you and, and, and God, we're still here on air in this position and now we see the harvest of minds and souls. People are waking up at such a level. It is just absolutely mind-boggling right now. Absolutely mind-boggling right now. So these are great products. You know, if I was selling cans of air, like space balls, where he's, oh, there's no air shortage. You know, he's, if I was selling cans of air, you're funding a real info war that's delivered on every front. And so it's a victory. But these are real products. These are the very best you can get in the market, the highest quality we can get of the products we sell at InfoWorkStore.com. And I do have to end the big mega sale because so many of the products have sold out. A bunch of them have already sold out. Pollen Block, Vitamineral Fusion, Bodies, Ultra 12. Tri-Iodine's about to sell out at 60% off. InfoWorks Life, Vanilla, Coconut, Protein Bars, 40% off, about to sell out. Real Red Pill, Real Red Pill Plus, about to sell out. Vasobeats about to sell out. But we've got new products or old products that have gotten back in stock. Super Mel Vitality, 40% off. Knockout, the great sleep aid, 50% off. Brain Force Plus, we haven't done this since Christmas, 50% off. That's Brain Force Plus. BioTrue Selenium, 60% off. Chill Force, that is such an amazing, you know, it's not a downer, it's, it's a clarifier, but I like to take it at night. Chill Force, 60% off. Ultimate Krill Oil, still 50% off. Survival Shield X2, 50% off. Lux Pure Breeze, $100 off retail. Emmerich's Essentials, hand sanitizer combo, all three of the scents with natural oil, 50% off. Eight-pack power stack, 70% off. That is the best deal. DNA Force Plus is the number one product you should take, 50% off. Living Defense Plus, 50% off. Limited edition InfoWars face mask, $9.95. Turbo Force, 40% off. Sortable food now available again for order. And that's really what you need to have that box checked off to be prepared with high-quality 
trouble through the last 25 years. But again, that said, it's time to take action with Memorial Day coming up. So the end of this sale as it trails off with the new items that came back in stock, massively discounted. I'll run this a couple days in the next week, and then we are going to have to end these sales until there'll be a little sale like this on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and then there'll be the Christmas sale. But I'm, (laughs) folks, I'm talking to the biggest manufacturers of high-quality supplements in the country. we got five different suppliers, and they're saying, yeah, no, we're not going to even take your money now on some of this stuff because we can't get the ingredients. The whole world economy shut down, and half our warehouses walked off, and half our crews walked off because if they have one COVID case, the lawyers tell these firms, oh, just shut everything down, even though most of the time it's a false positive. And so you notice folks are scared to go back to work. It's in the news right here. Reopening reality check. Georgia's jobs aren't flooding back. Politico. They're so happy about this. They've taught people. It's like meatpacking plants. Half of them are shut down. Even though they'll go, we tested 2,000 people. 300 tested positive. None are sick. They're asymptomatic because it's a hoax in healthy people. What did the big European Union study admit last week? 11,000 people tested, mainly in Sweden. No one died that, t- that had enough vitamin D in their blood. If you were vitamin D deficient, your ass did. If you don't have essential vitamins and minerals, you die. Just like if you don't have oxygen or water and they think you're so stupid, they sit up here and teach everybody, oh, you don't need vitamin D3. Oh, you don't need zinc. Oh, you don't need vitamin C. B.S. It's called scurvy. And the people perish for lack of knowledge. You know, I woke up this morning like 5 a.m. and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. The people perish for lack of knowledge. What a simple statement, but it's so true. The knowledge is everywhere, but people don't even want it. They don't even know. We got Democrats saying, I don't care if Biden rapes people or eats children. I'm voting for him. Because it's about them running your life. It's about their power over you. And that's why they promote race war. And that's why they promote pedophilia. That's why they promote all these tyranny in the left. Because they are the scum of the earth because they're empty inside. And they believe if they could dominate and control you, they'd finally be somebody. This is the end, my friends. My only friends, the end. Of our elaborate plans, the end. Of everything that stands, the end. The safety. The delusion. It's all over, ladies and gentlemen. Because there was only the mirage of safety movies and partying and living like children, never growing up, never caring about other people. This delivered us into the hands of tyranny. Just like the history books show us, just like the Bible states, every time Israel became corrupt and evil and turned away from God, they were brought into captivity because their people sold out to special interest and were infiltrated by spies and then they were enslaved. We are repeating that again today. Compliance And going along with this system leads to absolute bondage. InfoWars has decided to fight for freedom. And InfoWars has had great victory thanks to your support and your prayers. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide. It's Alex Jones. If you want to win, you got to fight. That doesn't mean you sit there and think about winning. You throw a punch and see what happens. You keep throwing punches until you know you won. There's a big article up on Infowars.com. It's got the live feed. And it's got the headline, It's Happening. 
across the United States and across the world. Here, I can pull up my phone for you. There is a massive, massive, massive rebellion going on against the globalists. It's happening. Thousands of churches rebel against U.N. control lockdown. Did you know it's the U.N. running it all? The U.N. that dictates it on record. On this critical transmission, Alex Jones interviews preachers and others saying no to the U.N. takeover that's eradicating the First Amendment and so much more. That's coming up next segment. But I wanted to play this little short report that the lockdown is Cloward and Piven 2.0. And they admit now Bernie Sanders and the Democrats and the Socialists and the Communists and the U.N. that this will teach us that we're not essential. This will teach us that we can work from home. This can teach us we're all locked up. This can teach us where we go and what we do and our calories and our carbon's got to be tracked. This is the big final revolution. This is the big Antichrist takeover. This is the big move, folks. This isn't like business as usual. This is the moment that it all collapses out from under us, but it's okay because the Antichrist only rules for a short time. The devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows his time is short. Here is the report. It's at band.video. Band.video. Only way the dog hunts is you take it off the leash. In the mid-1960s, Communist professors Cloward and Piven developed a public plan to create a race war in America. But to be able to have that race war uprising that they believe would topple capitalism and create a communist superstate rivaling communist China, they knew they had to discredit the capitalist system first, which they couldn't compete with. Like Bernie Sanders complaining, why do you have 30 types of deodorant? Why aren't there lines as doors? He said, lines are good. You want lines. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. And so Cloward and Piven's strategy that got adopted by the Democrats said, we will create regulations and bureaucracy that shuts down American farms, ranches, industry. We'll tell people they're a service economy. Then almost everybody won't be able to take care of themselves and we'll get the majority of people on welfare. And then we'll have local community organizers in exchange for the welfare. You'll have to politically do what they say and you'll have to adopt whatever their agenda is. So you become slaves. It's a form of feudalism or serfdom. Now they had invented these strategies but they had put it into a codified political idea that was paid for by U.S. taxpayers and adopted. So now let's look at the year 2020. Trump's having to come out and try to emergency stabilize farms and ranches. He's trying to create federal programs to get the food in because the Democrats shut all these areas down and told folks, if you stay open, you'll get sued, you'll be liable, uh, because if anybody gets COVID, your meatpacking plant has to be shut down. It doesn't matter that in all these big plants, Everyone was asymptomatic. You test positive for it. It's a fraudulent test from Bill and Melinda Gates, now shut down by the FDA. Confirmed fraud. Doesn't matter now because the mission was accomplished. The fraudulent test. To have everybody at the meatpacking facilities in other areas be shut down because if one person's got it, you got to shut down. This was an economic warhead, a bomb, detonating. And now Trump is desperately trying to restart the economy. And I'm here to tell you. I hope he can. I think he may be able to. It's still going to be rough, but it's going to be very, very hairy. It's going to be very, very close. It is critical, though, to expose the Democrats, the Chi-Coms, and the globalists for hoaxing all of this with the media to create the collapse, or they're not going to stop. As long as they can get away with doing this and the public doesn't blame them, they'll keep doing it. The minute their constituents blame them for what they're doing, they'll back off. So that's critical. 
Trump's doing the right stuff on this, but the Democrats are staying in place, trying to keep America shut down. So this is Cloud and Piven, writ large across the world, literally shutting down the once free Western world and making us domesticated and dependent, and then offering communism as the solution for the collapse the communists themselves have instituted with a bunch of rich billionaires financing and all who are offshore ready to pick up the pieces. Don't be fools. Wake up now before it's too late. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. I come to you, my friends, on this live Friday transmission with incredibly positive news. Just as it was our pastors who led the Revolutionary War's beginning in 1775, 1776, and made sure that the first words of government law in the Bill of Rights were Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press, the right of the people to peacefully assemble, petition the government for redress of grievance. Well, now in California, of all places, 1,200 California pastors agree to reopen May 31st in defiance of stay-at-home order. They have no jurisdiction. But leading the way is Baltimore pastor who's taking action. We really appreciate him saying that the cease and desist order does not trump his First Amendment and God's law. God tells us how to worship him. Nobody else does. We're going to go to this amazing pastor who I'm already aware of and his great work, uh, Stacy Shiflett from the Calvary Baptist Church. But first, let's go to the clip. So newsflash, Pharaoh doesn't get to dictate to God's people how they worship their God. God's the one that defines the parameters. God's the one that communicates his will and his plan for his church, not Egypt. And I'm telling you right now, with this cease and desist letter in my hand, the Bible says to the New Testament church, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but so much the more as you see the day approaching. And the closer we get to Jesus coming back, the more church we ought to be having, not less church. Now that's God's parameters. So I'm tearing up this cease and desist order right here. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to do it God's way. We're going to do it God's way. God tells us how to worship him. Nobody else gets to do that. Pastor, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on short notice. You, you've got to get in your car in a minute. We'll be able to continue talking next segment. But you've got the floor. This, there's nothing more fundamental than... a in America. This is even more fundamental than the Second Amendment. I mean, it comes first. Explain to people the history of this and why you're doing this and and, and where you see all this going and what you think is behind this move to say that churches are not essential. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to be able to get on here and uh, make my case for safe reopening of our churches. They should have never been shut down in the first place. Uh, But uh, the, the, the point that you're making is this. If we as Christians, if we as church people if men of God and pastors across this land, if we do not insist on our fundamental rights and freedoms to have church and assemble, then tell me who will. I mean, we get up in the pulpits and we preach to our people about the Old Testament heroes, about Daniel that was willing to pray and civil disobedience and pray and be thrown in the lion's den. We talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being willing to stand when the king told them to bow and they were cast into the fiery furnace. We've been told these stories our whole life. 
We've been preached uh, our whole life about these men of God, the Old Testament prophets, the New Testament apostles. Paul spent much of his ministry in jail. He wrote much of the New Testament from jail because of civil disobedience. And yet we stand up in our pulpits and we tell these stories to our children and preach them to our people. We use them as examples of faith and how that we should stand for what's right and fight the good fight. And then this comes along and everybody just absolutely doesn't know what to do. And I'm not going to lie to you, Alex. I was in a very awkward position. Uh, this wasn't a true test in my estimation of the resolve of God's people and the resolve of pastors. When you throw in uh, a foreign virus that mutates and you tell people that they can carry it and not know they have it, not have the symptoms that people could die from it. I mean, that is very alarming. And so we, out of an abundance of caution and out of our concern for the unknowns, we just went to live stream. We started live stream, which we've been live streaming for years, but we only allowed the minimum inside the church, and we conducted our services just like we always But had. as soon as you figured out it wasn't caution, it was a power grab that was never going to end, you said no. Well, uh, th that was part of it. I'm not going to lie to you. That was part of it. When I realized this, th that we weren't told the truth about this virus, and there was a, it was blown out of proportion in my estimation, and that's my opinion, um, then I began to realize, okay, this is going to become now a thing with politicians. Well, to make a long story short, we wrote letters for weeks. I was on Governor Hogan's actual, I was on his faith-based uh, faith work group with a bunch of other faith-based leaders to compile a list of protocols and procedures for safe reopening of the churches. About a week into that thing, I resigned. I told him I don't want nothing else to do with this. Take my name off of it. I don't want the name of my church or my name associated with these recommendations. It was absolutely unbelievable the stuff they were trying to impose on the churches. And so we moved forward with just planning a reopening for the 24th, which was this coming Sunday, Memorial Day weekend. We wrote a letter to our church. We said we're going to have policies and procedures in place. Uh, but but uh, whether the governor gives us permission or not, I hate using that word, but that's what it boiled down to. I said, we're going to go ahead and have church on the 24th. Well, little did I know that on the 13th, Governor Hogan would have a press conference on a Wednesday afternoon at five o'clock and open the state of Maryland and, and give churches a 50 percent capacity. And so I got up in the pulpit in our Wednesday night service and I said, praise the Lord. Our prayers have been answered. We can have church again. And then on Thursday, the very next day, the Baltimore County Council executive stood up and made a press conference and shut the county, Baltimore County, back down, shut the churches down, made it even more restricted. So than the point is before. you've tried to be reasonable, but they have no jurisdiction over you. And now For Democrats weeks, are saying weeks, we're going to bypass our own people when they do the right thing, we're going to keep America shut down for political purposes. You're saying, no, you don't have a political power like Pharaoh over the church. I refuse to allow my church to be a pawn in their political games. And I refuse to continue to have to sit at the house and our people being forbidden to come to church when they want to be here. The thing that really irritates me is they act like I'm killing people and endangering people's lives by allowing the people in my church that have been calling me for weeks and begging me to let them come, to allow them to come. They act like it's unsafe and it's and it's and it's well, risky. Well, it's all a lie. We know statistically suicides explode, and we know a lot of people's only family is their church. We know that all the strip centers and the strip bars and the strip clubs and and the WalMarts and and, and everything else can stay open, but churches, well, you're not essential. Well, that again, First Amendment pastor, they have no jurisdiction. But I get it. You were being reasonable. They weren't reasonable. So tell us about the cease and desist letter and what's happening next. Okay, so out of a courtesy to the law enforcement, we went ahead and told them on Saturday 
the 16th that we were going to have services on Sunday. I had told my people at that church service on that Wednesday night after the governor opened the state, I said, we're going to have church Sunday. We'll see you here. We put tons of. So you're not being rebellious. You're being faithful to God. We're being faithful to God, but we're also being respectful and mindful of our, of, of our responsibilities. We're trying, we're not flaunting this. We're, we're, we, 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 we were trying to stay within that 50% capacity like the governor had, had. I didn't like it. I don't think that was right, but we were doing it. I, 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 was, I, was not being, I was not being obnoxious about it. We were complying. We take people's temperatures at the door, wearing, coming in with face masks on and all. I got all of our protocols listed on our church website. Here's the thing, Alex. The health department issued me a warning on that Saturday night and said, you do not need to have church tomorrow. If you do, uh, you could be looking at. Uh, well, their exact words. It was very uh, intimidating. It was, uh, and again, this is the, the WHO setting these protocols. Doesn't matter what the governor says now. The, it's the health department that takes orders from the NIH and takes order from the UN. It says the county has the right to impose significant penalties for violations of executive order. And so I got that Saturday night in an email at ten o'clock. Where we went ahead and we had church twice on Sunday. We implemented all of our policies and procedures. Everybody was respectful of each other. We had about 188 people in a 600-seat auditorium on Sunday morning. And then on Sunday night, we had probably 150 or so people. So you weren't even near the governor's limit. You were actually following the governor's edict. We were well below it. Then on Monday night, I got the second letter from the Department of uh, Health Department. And I understand they never once came out and looked at our facilities. They never once came out and looked at all the signs we had on the doors. We got the water fountains wrapped up in plastic. We've got the uh, the children's ministry shut down, no choir, no choir practice, none of that. We canceled Sunday school classes at 10 o'clock. We're just having the main service at 11 and 5. I mean, we are going above and beyond. Well, stay there. We You've got to get in your car, but come back and tell us the rest of this because you – You've gone above and beyond what's going on, but the bureaucrats have this particular lust all over the world to shut down churches. Why is that? With Pastor Stacy Shiflett on the other side, I'm Alex Jones. You can find him at Stacy Shiflett on Twitter, Calvary Baptist Church. That's CBC at D-U-N-D-L-K.org. We'll put that up on screen. We'll be right back on the other side because all over the country, it's the churches now coming together saying we're not going to back down. We're going to be open to the public. We are essential. We'll be right back. House flies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your bug assault today. You know what's really smart? Wash your hands frequently, practice social distancing, and stay home if told to do so. You know what's really dumb? To ignore your immune system. Right now, more than ever, your health depends on a strong immune system. The experts at Immunicorp will give you their seven-step guide to immunity for life, free. Why? Because we want you to be smart and healthy. Simply call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunocorp has been producing the world's leading immune system products for more than two decades. To get your free seven-step guide to immunity for life, call 800-446-3063. 800-446-3063. Be smart. Don't ignore your immune system. Your life depends on it. 
Call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunityforlife.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at fullycookedbacon.com. Fully cooked.